the top 250. Nope, that's not what we're called. Wow. <laughs> You've forgotten the name of the show. Well, it was bound to happen eventually. I'll try that again. Welcome to the IMDb Journey podcast. Yes, Man, that's right. We do a podcast. I'm so off my, my What game is today. wrong with you? Get in the game. Get in the game. All right. Third time's the charm. Welcome to the IMDb Journey Podcast, where not only do we break down one film of Fortnite from the IMDb Top 250 list, but we also do a wide variety of other things, including... I expect you to forget all this since you forgot the name of the podcast. Including Pod V Pods, where we play various games with other guests. We talk about everything else we've been watching. We do drafts. We do lists. We interact with our listeners. Wide variety of things. You know it. We hope you love it. As usual, I'm joined by my rather smiley co-host today, Mr. Daniel Henderson. How are you today? I hope all the listeners just love the Pod V Pod episodes because they get to hear what you're going to say every, <laughs> every different time. is my intro. <laughs> you go to the breakdown episodes and it's nice, crisp, clean cut <laughs> at the start. One take, done. And Dean comes in, ready to record? He just looks at me like, oh, oh, oh God. <laughs> I'm doing well, mate. I'm doing very well. It's good. How's your week been? It's been standard. Standard. Yeah, nothing crash hot, but uh, doesn't mean it was bad. Had had a good time. I was happy. I was. Ha- it was a happy week. How about you, mate? Well, I took a day off work to play golf. Wow, you took the day off. Wow, I worked a few hours, but really, you don't even take a day off to look after your sick kids. I know, I know. So I, I, I needed to play golf, and I did, and it was, it was a beautiful day. Then after that, I went and nearly fell asleep during Hobbs and Shaw. But anyone who's already listened to our bonus episode on Hobbs and Shaw will already know that. Fair enough, then. Oh, I forgot to mention, mate. I almost got into a light car accident. A light car accident? Yeah. Were you driving uh, the missus' car? No, I wasn't. Dr- I was like at a standstill. <laughs> so, so let me. So someone nearly hit you. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Have you ever been to in a car park, right? And someone's backing out of their their spot. Yes. You're like, all right, I have to stop and wait. Yes. And all of a sudden, you turn to your left, and here's this car in their spot, reversing out, coming right at you. And I'm like, holy shit! This, what is this guy doing? I tooted like four times. He kept coming at me, and I'm like, this is it. This is this, <laughs> this is how it all ends for <laughs> this me. This is the end of me. <laughs> you can just see it go, no, and he's coming. Luckily, he stopped just before he hit the car. I'm like, holy shit, man. Maybe he's just like a good driver who has more control of his driving than you would. Maybe you want to see how close you could get. Because if that was you in that situation, you would have no idea where your car ends. As soon as I heard that beep, I would have just put the foot down further. (laughs) Freaked out. (laughs) Oh, wrong wrong pedal. Beep. What's that? I'm going too slow? (laughs) I'll fix that. What's that? You want me to hurry up so I can get in in this spot? (laughs) All right, Hendo, what are we doing today? Well, today is Pod V Pod 25, and we've got another Aussie podcaster on this week. We've got Daniel from the Aussie Nerds Podcast. That's going to be another good, fun podcast. I love having the old Aussie podcast on. Get some uh, good Aussie banter. Yeah, of course. It's uh, it's what we try and specialise in, and it's great having an, a fellow Aussie back on board with us. And then after that, we'll be taking a look at the answers that you, the listeners, have given to our question of the week, which is, what is your favourite film of the 1950s? Which will bring us into our top five, which is the same question, obviously. And then we'll look at the winner of the competition for this week. And uh, yeah, it's going to be going to be good times, good fun. It always is. And then after that, Dean, we'll be taking a look at the results of the final four in our best 1980s film tournament 
which obviously will lead us into the grand final, which is uh, it's going to be epic. It will. I mean, 80s is, uh, I think it's very much a classic, one of the most popular decades in regards to pop culture especially. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. And then after that, we'll be talking about what else we've been watching for the last fortnight, which is a lot smaller than usual. As it should be. Yes, well, no movie challenge now. No movie challenge. You can watch movies like a normal person. Yeah, I can sit back and kind of enjoy them now. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to probably a much more positive what else we've been watching uh, section from you. Uh, You might be waiting a week longer. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dean, let's do it. Let's get into Pod V Pod 25. Let's get ready to rock All right, Dean, it's time to get into Pod V Pod 25, my friend. And this week... We've got another Aussie podcaster with a pretty spectacular name, I'll give you that. We've got Daniel from the Aussie Nerds podcast. Daniel, welcome to the show. Hello, Daniel. Hello. I can't believe that like no other Aussie podcaster had claimed the name Aussie Nerds. What's wrong with you people? Hey, you did all right there. You struck some gold. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fun to be here. Excellent. Good. Good to hear. That's what we want. We want uh, happy guests, <laughs> uh, happy times. So, for anyone who hasn't heard the show, why don't you tell the listeners what The Aussie Nerds is about? Well, I invite uh, podcasters, people that tweet at me, basically any movie fan, to come on my podcast and talk about their favourite movie. Uh, Or one that they really want to talk about because people break the rules. Uh, (laughs) It's really fun. I get to talk about, I get to see new movies, I get to talk about uh, someone's favourite movie and going to movies and thinking this is someone's favourite movie is a great headspace to be in. Oh, fantastic. We, we love talking about movies, especially people's favourite movies. It gives that extra... Um, passion. Oof, yeah, the, pan- the passion, yes. That's why we're all here. Talk about movies that we love. Exactly. Excellent. All right. So, Daniel, if you're ready to get into it, we'll start off with our first round here, which is... D- what is it? Don't know. Don't know. That's the second round. Uh, yeah, standard movie quiz. Okay. Pop quiz, asshole. And it is our standard movie quiz. Five questions, one point per correct guess. Winner is the team with the most points. All right, Daniel, we'll ask you the first question here. Okay. Here we go. In the category of Quentin Tarantino. Oh, motherfucker. What? <laughs> Good start. What is the first and last name of Samuel L. Jackson's character in Pulp Fiction? Oh, I saw that movie for the podcast. Oh, God damn it. Um, this is a great start. <laughs> oh, I can tell you literally everything else about it, except for his fucking name. There's feet involved. He got shot and came back. Ah, oh, shit. This is a great start. Um, Samuel Beckett. Uh, that's not even a little bit close. Sorry, mate. It's actually Jules Winfield. Oh, motherfucker. I'll see you. <laughs> He's still with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it! This is going spectacularly well. I don't know how you'll go from now on because I actually thought that was the easiest one. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Um, I knew that I'd get the questions wrong, so I decided to just think of... This is basically me trying to get people to watch movies instead of... Oh, fuck! <laughs> I was thinking Jules, and then I'm like... Don't, don't feel too bad, mate. It's okay. <laughs> you get them wrong too. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, that's all right. We, we've had uh, many, many Pod V Pods where we've got nothing, like z- zilch out of five. So we feel we feel the pain. Uh, this is going to go well. <laughs> all right. Our first question. Dean, why don't you take this one? All right. What do you got for me, Daniel? All right. In the Hayes Code was weird category, uh... 
The Bad Seed uh, was a book where this little girl became a serial killer, but she got away with it in the book. But the Hayes Code said, you can't have a murderer get away with it. We don't care if she's five, which she was, she was five, it was awesome. So in the movie, what happened to the serial killer? Sorry, what movie was it? The Bad Seed, 1956. Oh, right up your LED. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. So in this movie I've never heard of or seen, <laughs> what happened to the girl who wasn't allowed to get away with it? Let's say, I mean, it's not like she'd kill herself. I mean, it was the 50s, who knows? Uh, <laughs> all right, I'll say she winds up in a mental institution. That's a good guess. It's wrong, but, like, it makes more sense. She got struck by lightning and exploded. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, how did I not guess that? <laughs> so, so it's great because in the book, uh, she is poisoned by her mother and then recovers from the poison and gets away scot-free. They filmed that ending and then they went to the censors and the Hayes Code was like, you can't have it get away. So they basically just filmed another scene separate from the fucking movie where she's so stupid. I love it so much. It's such a dumb thing. It's like, yeah, we can't have her get poisoned and live. Let's have her, oh, struck by lightning. That sounds awesome. <laughs> That's much more likely. <laughs> All right, but that is uh, nil all in the first um, question here. So that's all right. Daniel, back to you. Dean, you right. answer, ask the question here. The category for you for your next question is romantic comedies. Oh, brilliant. What 2012 rom-com stars Jason Segel and Emily Blunt as a couple struggling to get married? Okay. Um, I mm, struggling to get married. Emily Blunt. You said Emily Blunt? I did. Okay. Um... 2012. Is that your answer? <laughs> yeah, the disaster movie 2012. <laughs> Piss off. Um. Well, <laughs> not not easy to get married in uh, those circumstances, I would imagine. <laughs> um. Oh shoot. Uh, mm, it's not that. Uh, I, I was thinking four weddings and a funeral because it's on my shelf. Uh, um, uh, almost famous. No, the correct so. answer was <laughs> the five-year engagement. Oh, literally never heard of it. Ah, well, you're missing out on a 2012 rom-com starring <laughs> Jason Segel and Emily Blunt. <laughs> I'm literally missing out on that. I'll tell you what, you watch Bad Seed, I watch that. Uh, I promise nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I've already been ruined on the end of Bad Seed. I'll just put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to watch it and everything. <laughs> uh, Alright, I will take my first question, mate. Alright, what is the final movie that uh, Basil Rathbone played Sherlock Holmes? Uh, not including documentaries. That does narrow it down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Sherlock Holmes. Not my expertise here. There's a documentary called uh, The Many Faces of Sherlock Holmes. And that has Basil Rathbone in it. Like, it doesn't count. Yeah, but I'm glad you stipulated that. I think he was about to say Thank that. <laughs> I got no idea, man. Like, oh. uh, how about it's not even a real fucking movie? You, you could say you're without a clue. <laughs> it's not that. It's uh, you know what it is? It's Sherlock versus Watson. Nice. Sherlock versus Watson, the epic death battle. <laughs> 
I'm taking it, it's wrong. Uh, no, uh, it's wrong. Uh, it's The Great Mouse Detective. I think I've heard of that film. It's great. Sherlock Holmes is a fucking mouse. It's awesome. It's in the title. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We are we are on a roll once again, just like oh, yeah, last week. This, nil, this nil. This is going to be one of those days. All right. Third question for you, mate. In the category of directors. Okay. Name the two films that director Nicholas Winding Refn and actor Ryan Gosling have done together. La La Land and the other one. Wrong and wrong. Fuck, man. Ah. It was uh, Drive and Only God Forgives. Well, may God forgive my stupid film knowledge. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't blame you for not getting Only God Forgives. Drive could have been gotten, but um, nope, that's all right. Dean, you want to try and get a, a score on this board? Yes. What do you got for me? Name the protagonist and antagonist in The Empire of Corpses. <sighs> okay, I'm going to go with Dr. Jekyll. Oh. And Mr. Hyde. <laughs> you know what? You're not far off because it's Dr. Watson and Frankenstein's monster. Dr. Watson? Mm-hmm. Are all of these Sherlock Holmes related? <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. Uh, that's, the last, that's the last Sherlock Holmes one. I love Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> 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 okay. All right, Daniel, you got your fourth question here. If you, if you get this right, you take the lead. Dean. Okay, <laughs> the category is Kevin Smith. Oh, goody. What type of food does Veronica bring to Dante for lunch in Clerks? Oh, I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Um, fast food. Oh, be, be broader. <laughs> uh, no, I can't accept that as fast as it is. The answer is lasagna. Ah, that's not even fast food. Fuck. Oh man, we are. We're st- when was the last time we got a? Que- when was the last time anyone got a question right on this show? <laughs> anyone? <laughs> All right, let's see if I can break the mold. What's my question? Name someone. Who- Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Uh, <laughs> name someone who was the writer, director, producer, editor, uh, production designer, or composer or costume designer for The Love Witch. I was going to go through your uh, letterbox and pick films you'd seen, but no, fuck it. In hindsight, that may have been a good idea. (laughs) I I know the Love Witch movie. I know the movie, The Love Witch. I haven't seen it, but I I know it. So I just need to name someone from the movie. I'm pretty sure. Isn't that that Mike Myers? Stop help. Stop stop quote unquote helping me here. (laughs) Ah, I... Nah, honestly, I, I can't even. I can't even name anyone in it. Uh, pass. <laughs> the answer is Anna Biller. Oh, no. <laughs> she did all of it. I'm a all of it. Yeah, oh, I must be Biller, thinking of the wrong film then. Oh, probably. Uh, Anna Biller was the writer, director, producer, editor. She even did the fucking catering. It was her movie. It, it was brilliant. <laughs> she just made her own lunch. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually someone's home video <laughs> of her making lunch. <laughs> I want someone to get a point, even if it's not me. Well, we've got your last question here, mate. In the category of actors, Kate Blanchett starred as the witch Florence Zimmerman opposite Jack Black in this 2018 film. <laughs> Oh, oh, uh, House of the Cock and Swallows. Nailed it. <laughs> the, uh, the buzzer at the last second. Yes. Wow, look at that. There's the there's the point. Damn. Oh, finally. 
that point will sink us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go for our last question. Collaboration. Let's see if that'll help us. It might. Who took over the job as the Hog Father, which is the Discworld equivalent of Santa Claus, when uh, the Hog Father was unavailable due to being kidnapped? What's the movie? Is related to a movie? Or? <laughs> yeah, the Hog Father. That's actually called the Hog Father. Mm-hmm. It's not the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Who takes over wrong. as Godfather when the Godfather isn't available? Because I might get that one. <laughs> so, wait, so who takes over the Hogfather? Yes, Hogfather, Hendo. Yeah. How are you not ho- getting this? <laughs> the Hogfather is the Discworld equivalent of Santa Claus. You know so, Santa Claus. So... Is it Tim Allen? Or <laughs> Will Ferrell? Uh, that's Elf. Ah, close. <laughs> if only it said Elf instead of Hogswolder. It wasn't even that. <laughs> so, so what's the what's what, so someone who isn't? What are you doing? Is it Saint Saint Ni- Saint Nicholas? That is. Wow. Yeah, Saint Nicholas. Well, what's your answer, smartass? The holiday armadillo, of course. Yeah, let's do that one. <laughs> let's go to the holiday armadillo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's death. The Grim Reaper took over as Santa Claus for the whole. I mean, we could have got that, maybe. Probably not. (laughs) Well, that was a riveting first round on a 1-0 result. So, well done, mate. You take that first round. Yeah. But let's see if we can get some points back here in our second game, which is... Wait a minute. Don't I know you from somewhere? Where both teams have three actors or actresses, and the other team has to guess what is their known for movies on their IMDb page. Now, Daniel, we asked you the question first in the first round. You can ask us your first actor or actress, and I'll take this one. Okay. Uh, Basil Rathbone. Jesus Christ. (laughs) The Great Mouse Detective. (laughs) Is that a yes? Are you okay over there? God God damn it. Let's, all right. uh, Sherlock Holmes. Good guess. Is that one of them? <laughs> well, you have to guess which Sherlock Holmes. Well, there's the, the the movie Sherlock Holmes. Is there a movie called Sherlock Holmes? Well, yeah, but I didn't ask you about Robert Downey Jr. The non-Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> it's not there, Hendo. <laughs> Damn. Uh, come on, Hendo. Two to go. Sherlock Holmes and the and the Great Escape. That's two movies. <laughs> I'm taking. I'm guessing all these are wrong. <laughs> these must be wrong. We're not getting any yeses, so. <laughs> Oh, I'm, tr- I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> uh, and the 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 great detective caper. <laughs> no, no. Oh, okay, man. I'm glad we got through that. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> Oh, you're a classic. I'm so glad you two are taking laughter in my misery here. (laughs) The answers are The Adventures of Robin Hood, Romeo and Juliet, Sherlock Holmes' Faces of Death, which is the one where he fights fucking Nazis, uh, and Captain Blood. Wow. (sighs) So, you know. That was brutal. All right, let me just change our actors. (laughs) (laughs) All right, your, your first one, mate. All right, your first one, Daniel, is Mr. John Voigt. All right, who's that? Oh, wow. <laughs> well, in fairness. Yeah, it's payback. Yeah, but it is about on par. So you don't know who John Voigt is? 
Uh, I've heard the name. Uh, no. Well, there's a start. No. Are you passing? Do you want to have a stab or? Oh, sure. Uh, Secret of Nim. Uh, Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan, uh, The Love Witch, uh, and Breakfast at Tiffany's. Those are some good, quick guesses. They're all wrong, obviously. <laughs> uh, the correct answers were Midnight Cowboy, Anaconda, The First Transformers, and Deliverance. Oh, those classics. <laughs> yes, they are classics. Serious shade <laughs> at Mr. John Voigt. All right, dare I ask, who is the actor for me? Ah, uh, Fred Astaire. That's not bad. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, Fred Astaire. Let's go. Uh, is he in Singing in the Rain? Probably. I don't know. So that's obviously not one of the four <laughs> picks. Uh, yeah, gee, I, I don't know Fred Astaire. Uh, I think he's probably a very handsome fellow. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, mate. I'm going to I'm gonna have to pass. I honestly <laughs> don't. I cannot think of Fred Astaire. You clearly know who he is, Endo. Not really. Oh, okay. I know the name. Yeah, yeah, like 50s musicals. He's like a dancer. Like the Broadway Melody or something like that. Cabaret, maybe. I have no idea. What what are they? What were they, Daniel? Uh, the musical that he got credited with is Funny Face. Uh, then he did The Towering Inferno, On the Beach, and Three Little Words. My God. All right. We are still sitting on The Bagel. On to you, mate. Your next person here is Shia LaBeouf. Uh, Transformers. That is correct. Uh, Holes. No. Uh, Transformers 2. No. Transformers 3. No. All right. You got one. Yay. That wasn't bad. The other three were American Honey, Fury, and Lawless. Oh, Fury. I forgot it was in Fury because that's full of good actors. Uh, what was that? Brad, Brad Pitt. There's other people. That's all I know. Right. But you're up. One point to nil. Mm-hmm. And it is the last round here, Dean. We need to do a collaboration here. Now, I'm sure Daniel's going to throw some something at us. <laughs> what do you got for us on the last round here? The actor is Ricardo Montalban. Is that the uh, Princess Bride guy? No, that's not him. It's um the... Uh, we're, we're just talking here, yeah, Daniel. We're talking so don't, yeah. There's, Please don't eavesdrop. There was a TV show. Uh, I forgot what it was. It's like... Uh, like a fantasy island kind of show but the one movie I know he is in is The Naked Gun he's like the bad guy in that so we've got to say oh, that for sure for yep. I have no idea The Naked Gun yes thank god yes <laughs> oh, gonna end this in a tie probably the, the, the show it's uh, it was his big show it had Hervé Villichoir in it Don't who is the, the midget they're all movies they're all, oh, they're all movies okay we'll cut that then uh, mm-hmm. now I'm out I'm out <laughs> You're out. What era are we talking? I'm thinking it's um, 70s, 70s and 80s, but definitely 70s because he's younger. Ricardo Montalban. I only know him from Naked Gun. Um, is there any sequels he might? No, make? he died. Uh, man, I think we take the draw. I can't think of anything else I he's mean, in. That's a draw. If Daniel doesn't get any more, he's still got a round to go. I'm banking on the fact that we will take a tie here. <laughs> I'm hoping. <laughs> But I can't think of anything else. All right, that's it. We'll take the one point and pass. All right. The Star Trek 2, the Wrath oh, of Khan. Oh, he's Khan. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, motherfucker. Come on. Okay. Ah, Khan. No. Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Uh, okay, no, I wouldn't have got that. mine. Spy Kids 3, game over. Yuck. Should have got Khan, man. But like, come on, guys. <sighs> Khan. 
Damn it. I'm disappointed. That, he, that, he is the role. Yeah. Shit. Oh, well. Anyway. All right. We just need to hope that you get nothing here. What do you got, Dean? All right. Last one here is Peter Stormare. All you need is one. Percy Jackson, the Lightning Thief, Geostorm, uh, 2012, and uh, something else with the weather. Star Trek II, The Rust of Car. No. You just missed out on Fargo, Constantine, The Brothers Grimm, and Armageddon. Armageddon? Yeah. Yeah, when you started saying weather disaster things, I'm like, don't randomly say that movie, please. <laughs> All right. That is a tie. So we, we hang on by the skin of our teeth. Skin of our fingers, maybe? We don't have skin on our teeth. That's a stupid saying. It's your saying. I know. But we have our last round to go here, which is our movie drop. Now, Daniel, we gave you the option to pick the theme of the draft. What did you go with? I went with uh, movies where death is a character. Uh, death being the Grim Reaper. And as usual, we always let our listener decide if they want to go first or if they want us to go first. Who are you choosing? All right, uh, I'll go first then. Okay. What are you going to go with? I'm going to go with uh, Death Playing Santa Claus in The Hogfather. The Hogfather, the film I just heard of today. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great, dude. Uh, it's based on books by Terry Pratchett. It's awesome. You know what? I, I'm, I might get around to watching it now, now that you've talked it up. Okay, uh, Oh, since we're both going in the same round, Dean, it doesn't matter who goes first here. So, uh, I'll go first. Yeah, you can do it. Uh, I will take Last Action Hero off the board. Oh, good. Nice, mate. He, that one is literally from Seventh Seal. He comes yeah. out of Seventh Seal into that movie. It's so good. It's played by Sir Ian McKellen. Uh, uh, my, my choice, I'm I'm going to... Uh, I mean, I've got to take Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. I mean, that's fair. Also based on the Seventh Seal one. Yes. <laughs> Funny how we didn't pick that. <laughs> Yet. Do you know why the seventh seal didn't work for you guys? He didn't play Battleship. Should have played Battleship instead of chess. It's true. Uh, so, because uh, I'm good at uh, bargaining with the pe- uh, going for the people's vote, I'm going to go with The Phantom Carriage from 1921, which is uh, at the start, at the uh, end of the New Year's Eve, the first person with sin to die becomes the Grim Reaper for a year. And uh, the main character's friend became the Grim Reaper. Uh, and it's basically a Christmas carol, but with the Grim Reaper. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's one of those um, old school black and white horror films I haven't seen. Uh, I've seen most of them around that, but yeah, The Phantom Carriage is one I haven't got to yet. Uh, it's really good. Uh, but you got another pick here, mate. What do you got? Let's go for Death Takes a Holiday, which is a 1934 film. I'm good at playing to the people, which is a 1934 film where Death wants to understand Makes humanity, so he goes to a dinner party. And it's awesome. It was, don't pick Meet Joe Black, because like I, am about to rip it to shreds, it got, Death Takes Holiday got remade into Meet Joe Black. It is twice as long. Kill me. Damn. I to watch the whole thing. Well, we're talking about death, so he might be able to help. Good. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a lame joke. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, let's move on quickly, shall we, Dean? What's what's the third pick gonna be for you, mate? Uh my next pick, I'm going to take da, 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 Peter Jackson's The Frighteners. Cool. Nice. That is a personal favourite of mine too. I like that pick. Well done, mate. Very good film. Uh and for me, I wanna have a bit another bit more of a laugh as well. I'm going to take uh, Monty Python's The Meaning of Life. Motherfucker. (laughs) 
Okay. Fine. On to you, mate. You've got two more picks to end your draft here. I'm going to pick Hellboy 2. Yep, cool. Solid choice there, mate. Mm-hmm. And your last pick? Uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. Nice. Or 2, whenever they read that story. I did have Yeah, it was Part 1. I did have that here ready to go. was hoping I could snag that in the fifth round. But <coughs> nah, you got it. All right, last pick for us, Dean. We've got the collab. Do you want to take Seventh Seal? God, no. Um, There's so what, many others. Actually, I've, I've heard about this film just recently. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Meet Joe Black. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you think, Bender? It could work, but that's inexplicably popular for some reason. Is it, though? I don't know. I mean, People maybe compared to the Hogfather. <laughs> God, everyone needs to watch the Hogfather. It's so great. I don't, I don't want to pick Meet Joe Black. No. I think uh, we should go for another comedy, maybe from the... I think it's 80s. You're thinking Scrooge? I'm thinking Scrooge. I haven't seen Scrooge. Do you think it's it's well-received? I think it's well-received. People hate it. They hate it so much. Don't pick Scrooge. What about Metropolis? I know you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Do people like Metropolis? It's one of the big films, best films ever, apparently. The top two people. People love Scrooge. (laughs) I think he's trying to tell us to pick Scrooge, but I don't, I, you know what I mean? <laughs> what about Dogma? Dogma. I love Dogma. I don't think people like Dogma. Uh, I think you like Dogma. You know, you know what? You know what? I, let's, let's do it. Let's go Scrooge. All right. Scrooge. Yeah, fuck it. Let's go Scrooge. Scrooge, do you hear God damn it. <laughs> I love that movie. It's fucking classic. God damn it. <laughs> you had options to choose it. You had plenty of time. Yeah, but then he wouldn't have got that cool hog father. You motherfuckers, listen to me. That movie's fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a look back at the teams here. You have The Hogfather, The Phantom Carriage, Death Takes a Holiday, Hellboy 2, and Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. And we have Last Action Hero, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, The Frighteners, Monty Python's The Meaning of Life, and Scrooged. To the seven people that voted for me, thank you. You're already calling it, are you? (laughs) All right, as usual, this is a blind movie draft, meaning that this uh, poll will be over by the time this episode is out. So it doesn't matter about what podcast you're voting for. You're voting based off the teams. So we'll have some interesting results. We'll see see what the listeners think. (laughs) See what the voters think. So excited. (laughs) All right, and that's going to do it for this Pod V Pod. Daniel, thank you so much for coming onto the show. Thanks so much, Daniel. Oh, it's been a blast. Yeah, I've had a fair few lines here with some of, some of this stuff. Some of these questions, I think I've got a couple of new movies on the watch list that I'll put you know, a little further down the down the bottom. <laughs> you know, towards the bottom of the list. <laughs> All right, so where can the listeners find you and your podcast? Uh, you can find the Aussie Nerds podcast on iTunes and Stitch and all those good places. Follow me on Twitter, at Aussie Nerds Pod. If you want to be on my podcast, uh, just tweet me and then we'll schedule time. It'll be great. You guys should come on. It'd be fucking awesome. We'll work something out. I, I've got I've got a, a movie in mind that I wouldn't mind having a chat about. Awesome. So yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Aussie Nose Pod. Subscribe, tweet me. It'll be great. Fantastic. Cool. All right. Once again, thank you very much, mate. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. All right, Dean. It's time for answer my question. The question, jerk. Where we asked you is, what is your favourite film of the 1950s? We got a large number of replies here, a lot of passionate 1950s lovers. Yeah, let's start off with some answers that aren't our top one. 
from Ryan L. Terry, Sunset Boulevard, the greatest film of all time. That's kind of a big call there, Ryan. It's high praise. I haven't seen it, so. Well, when we get to it, you can find out if it's the greatest film of all time. I have a feeling I know that answer already. (laughs) (laughs) Keys Bartender says Rear Window. Nice, as does Mike Owens. Another vote for Rear Window there. Excellent. What about Hanging with Chad, Seven Samurai? I thought Hanging with Chad was a movie. I was like, (laughs) that doesn't sound like the 1950s. It could very well be a movie. From Robert W. Rayburn, I'd have to say either Sunset Boulevard or High Noon. Here's one from a previous winner of this competition, Ryan Taylor, Singing in the Rain. Nice. Uh, Mr. Ben Miller says All About Eve. Friends Till the End says The Wages of Fear. That's a good film. Yeah, another one I haven't seen. We'll, we'll get to that. I've clearly got a few uh, holes in my 50s watching. From Sean Chevelle, Vertigo. And we've done a lot of 50s breakdowns, haven't we? We actually have done a few, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's one from M.T. Bowers, Bridge on the River Kwai. Nice. Next up from Kate, Rio Bravo. Haven't seen that one. Haven't heard of it. Troy Peterson says Peter Pan. Nice. Can't argue with that. Penance RPG says, personally, it's The Blob. The Blob. Haven't Haven't seen that. Haven't seen it either. (laughs) And our last one on Twitter from Joel Winstead, Dial M for Murder. Nice. All right. Over on our Facebook page from Clint Chafee, cheesy, but always love the original War of the Worlds. I haven't seen that, and I haven't seen the remake. You haven't seen the remake? Nope. Why? Didn't want to see it. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Not even Tom Cruise in it. So? He runs a lot. He runs in more. There's aliens. Nah. You You like aliens? Give me Tom Cruise running spy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Over on our Patreon from our lovely, lovely patrons. First one here from Brother Shane, Rear Window. Next up from Josephine Olnitz, Cinderella. I love this film to no end. Next up from Chris Beardsall, The Night of the Hunter. Robert Mitchum is haunting in this gripping thriller. It's baffling that Charles Lawton only directed one film. Last one here from Dan Brennick, Strangers on a Train. Thank you very much, everyone, for your responses. But, Dean, let's get to our top five films of the 1950s. All right, mate, as always, we'll start with you. What is your number five? My number five is Alfred Hitchcock's Rear Window. Nice. Good movie. Good movie. Not as good as this one, though. Marlon Brando's On the Waterfront. Yeah, see, I wasn't a fan of On the Waterfront. Could have been a contender. It could have been if it was a bit better. My number four Harsh. is Strangers on a Train. Nice, no, got a little Hitchcock thing going on here. Sure. <laughs> well, my number four is Witness for the Prosecution. Nice. That is my number three. Nice. Good stuff. My number three, we got some Hitchcock now. Dial M for murder. Yep, let's continue this Hitchcock train, shall wow. we? Number two for me, North by Northwest. We can see what... Uh, what the bulk of 1950s films you've seen is. No, they're just the better ones. Well, my number two is Akira Kurosawa's Seven Samurai. Yeah, it's a film that obviously gets very high praise, and I think I need to re-watch that one. Well, luckily we've got a list for you. Yes, we do. And my number one... And my number one... Without doubt is 12 Angry Men. Yes, once again, we have the same number one. Yeah, brilliant film, holds up so well. Love it. Absolutely. Okay, now on to our competition. We had about 120 responses for this one, which is always good to see. 21, from what I could see, got our number one, correct? So let's throw all these names into a random number generator and see who comes out on top. All right, Hendo, what do we got? Yeah, I think Dean's uh, machine's broken this time. (laughs) Oh, we've got Dave Examines Movies over on Twitter. So, well done, buddy. Nice, congrats. We'll uh, get in contact with you and we'll send you out some sweet, sweet merch. There's this tournament. Let the tournament... Okay, Dean, let's look at the results of the Final Four in our best 1980s film tournament. All right, looking at the first battle here, we had Empire Strikes Back against The Thing, 
And the thing's run has ended oh. with Empire Strike Back winning 67%. Yeah, that is a big that is a big win. It is. But on to the next match here. The number two seed, Back to the Future, against the number three seed, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now, this is one of our bracket busters here between Dean and I. I had chosen Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Dean had chosen Back to the Future. And in a 57% victory, it is Raiders of the Lost Ark. It moving is. Moving to the grand final, which uh, I'm pretty sure I'd already won the bracket, but just in case. Now I you definitely really won, won yes, it. Yes, I have. Because I had, I had Back to the Future going all the way. Yeah, I can't remember who I've got winning the grand final here, but I know I had Raiders going into the final. So that's a big win for me. So next week after the grand final's done, I'll be choosing a movie for you, mate. Cool. Speaking of that grand final, it's going to be the number one seed, The Empire Strikes Back, against the number three seed, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Epic. Epic is the perfect word to say. Star Wars versus Indiana Jones. The old Harrison Ford showdown. Yes. All right, before we get into what else we've been watching, it's time for a quick podcast shout-out. And this week, it's for building the movie list. Now, Dean, these guys, they they have the right idea. They are going through the IMDb Top 250 list. Oh, our idea. No, but they're going, they have a, a panel of different people each time and they choose if that if the movie makes their initial 100 list. So they don't rank all their films there. They just say, yep, this is going to go on our top 100 list. What if they get to like 240 and they've already got their 100 and they want to add in other movies? I'm sure they'll have that idea figured out when they get to that point. Mm. Uh, but they've gone 11 episodes in so far and they've got two movies on their list so far. And that is two great movies, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And Pulp Fiction. Can't argue with half of them. You can, how dare you? <laughs> but some omissions as well. They've also said no to movies like Heat and Spirited Away. I mean, that's just silly. Both of them would be my personal top 100. I could maybe agree with half of those. No, maybe all of them. I'd probably say all of them. Nice. <laughs> now, but go and check out their show. It's a great listen. I'll play their promo and we'll see you on the other side with what else we've been watching. My name's Evan and I'm joined by my co-host. My name's Matt. I'm a co-host joined by my host. <laughs> and together, we're trying to build the, the list. Movie li- oh, okay. well. <laughs> we're building the movie list. That's our podcast. And uh, we're on a mission to create the ultimate list of, uh, of movies. Yeah, because IMDb has a list of 250. And that's just way too many. We need to whittle that down to 100 uh, and make it watchable for pretty much anybody. We're taking it one movie at a time and voting on if we think... It should be one of the 100 greatest movies of all time. You can uh, find us on any podcast platform, iTunes, Anchor, Google Play, pretty much anything. If you type in Building Movie List or BTML, you can find us on Twitter at Building The List. Friendships will be tested, alliances forged, and uh, hopefully uh, some great movies watched. So, yeah, hopefully uh, we have a, a list of 100 movies. And hopefully you'll join us and be part of Building The Movie List. Hey listeners, we just want to take a quick second here to thank you all for taking the time out of your day to come and listen to us banter on about movies and all things movie related. Yeah, it really does mean a lot to the both of us. We're always looking to improve our show to get our name out there and there's a couple of ways you can help us. Yeah, one of the easiest ways is to just get the word of mouth out there. You know, let your family and friends know about the show and where they can find us, which is pretty much everywhere. Places like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify and another personal favourite of mine, CastBox. 
And if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can contact us on Twitter at twitter.com slash imdbjourney, our Facebook page at facebook.com slash imdbjourney, or you can email us at imdbjourney at gmail.com. Exactly. Another way to help us out is to leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes for us. And like we said, if you leave a review and send us a DM of the screenshot or whatever you, however you want to get it to us, we'll send you out some sweet, sweet merch. We've got uh, two new reviews this week, Dean, haven't we? Fantastic. Always good to hear. We've got one here from ODPH607 and then the uh, American flag emoji. A unique name. It's it's different. Anyway, they say, fun podcasts with great content and hilarious hosts that keep you entertained from start to finish. Hit download already. Can't argue with that, mate. Really appreciate the feedback. And we have one more review here from a new awesome patron, another digital citizen. It is a it's an awesome podcast out there. He's a Norwegian bloke who talks about movies. So it's a good listen. Check it out, guys. He says, The IMDb Journey is maybe the best movie podcast from Australia. Fantastic, funny, and also so interesting. I think you should check this podcast out. You will not regret it. Trust me. Fantastic. Or if you're really loving the content and are looking for more, why not check out our Patreon, where we post another weekly show, breaking down films not on the IMDb Top 250 list. Yeah, that's right. What have we got coming up this week, Kendo? Well, Dean, we're taking a break from our Mission Impossible series, and we've got a patron-requested review this week from our new awesome patron, Josephine Onitz, and she has selected Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Ah, yes, the 90s classic with Kevin Costner. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so... It's going to be an interesting uh, watch, an interesting breakdown. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it again. I've got a lot of uh, fond memories with that film. Now, very good. Now, we've also got our one-year patron anniversary special offer going on here, where if you sign up at the $5 level or above, or if you upgrade your tier level, if you're already a patron, we're going to be doing some mini pod v pods over there on Patreon between myself and Dean. And if you are the one to sign up or upgrade, you can dictate that entire pod v pod. You can choose the theme of the questions. You can give out the questions to us. You can choose the movie we're going to watch if we lose. It's going to be good, good fun We've already got one in the can from our awesome patron brother Shane on movies, songs, and bands in film. Yeah, it's a great topic, very broad, so we had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, just another incentive on top of the tons of episodes we've done so far. How many bonus episodes are we at now, Hendo? We're almost at probably 50. Nice. (laughs) Almost 50 episodes that's there for you for a low, low price of $5 a month. You know, what have we said? We're Wes Anderson series, Edgar Wright series, Die Hard series, X-Men series, all the one-off patron request re- reviews we've got. The, Extra the, Tarantino. Yep, the, oh, the Tarantino films, of course. Uh, our Q&A episode, the bonus episode we did on Disaster Movie. Ah, yes. Oh, man, there was some. that was a rough time. Uh, plenty of content out there. Absolutely. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, head on over to patreon.com slash imdbjourney and check out the myriad of rewards and benefits we have to offer. The good. The bad. All right, before we get into what else we've been watching, just a quick heads up, we will not be spoiling the films we're about to talk about, so if you haven't had a chance to see them yet, don't fear, we won't ruin them for you. All right, mate, how many movies have you seen over the last two weeks? I've seen seven. What about you, Hendo? Wow, this is like the first time we are on equal level. Uh, I know you've been there so low for so long. Careful, uh, you, careful, you, Hendo. You, you've risen up. I've seen seven as well. Nice. Good movie. Good movie? The movie seven. <laughs> Oh, God, I didn't even pick up on that. God, wow. okay. I didn't exactly think it was a thinking man's joke, which is why I said it to you, Hendo. But how about God I start it. off, because you've been starting off for so long now. So the number seventh film, the worst film I saw, is Men in Black International. Always remember, the universe has a way of leading you to where you're supposed to be at the moment you're supposed to be there. 
Let's do this. It took me 20 years to find you. How many people can say that? You are the best kept secret in the universe. And I found you. Which makes me perfect for this job. You really think a black suit is going to solve all your problems? Mm, no, but looks damn good on you. Ah, uh, yes, I have seen that too. It is uh, about halfway on my list here. It's but, uh, kind of a piece of shit, let's yes, be honest. Yes, it is. How how in the world do they make a remake of such a fun and exciting franchise? Or at least the first one. I actually haven't seen Men in Black 3. but I have. I've seen most of it. <laughs> exactly. But how do they do it with characters that are so likeable like Chris Hemsworth... Characters, actors, I mean, obviously, and Tessa Thompson, even Liam Neeson, Emma Thompson, they're all very, very good, you know, energetic people to watch, and it's so boring. I just I just don't understand the point of them making this movie. Like, who is asking for this Men in Black rehash? Producers reboot? are asking it's, for money. It's ridiculous. Do like, you know if it was successful off the top of your head? No, I, I don't care enough to go look about this film. Fair enough. I just, I can't get around how unlikable these characters are. Chris Hemsworth is not likable. And that's not an easy thing to do, I reckon. Same with Tessa Thompson. I don't yeah. understand her motivations or her arc at all. Yeah, I agree. Have you, have you seen R.I.P.D.? No. It's more like that than Men in Black. And R.I.P.D. is a goddamn piece of shit. Yeah, that was really panned, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, what is it, Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds? Reynolds? Yep. Oh, yep. shocker. Fair enough. So bad. Like, like you said, everyone, almost everyone in this film is is so much better than this. This film is like below them. It's it was boring, lame, stupid, not funny. It's a it's a massive hard pass for me. Far far and away from the original Men in Black, which is a goddamn treasure. Yeah, I agree with all of that, and I give it one and a half stars. I also give it one and a half stars. All right, we've got a couple of reviews here for Men in Black International. First up from Jimmy Roberts. Weak story, poor jokes, predictable ending. As a fan of the originals, especially number three, I was sorely disappointed. I hope this marks the end of the franchise for good. The biggest surprise was that Emma Thompson agreed to be part of the film. Fair enough, mate. Next up from Corey Tatum. Unimpressive and predictable. I wish I had one of those neuralizers to zap my memory of seeing this film. It has tons of plot holes. The chemistry between Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth is non-existent, just a waste of time. Again, another unnecessary sequel. From short and sweet film reviews, Men in Black International is a sterile, stodgy, nondescript and overall boring spin-off of a beloved, but not really, franchise. The buddy chemistry between Hemsworth and Thompson that was so apparent in Thor Ragnarok has mysteriously left them here. Men in Black is simply laugh-free. And lastly, from Will Brooks, I kind of liked Men in Black International. Well, there you go. Sure, it was a little light in both the script and joke department, but I found it to be a colourful and amusing waste of two hours. I'm still not sure if he likes it or not. (laughs) Also, I think it'd be good for kids and families. Yeah, well, kids don't know any better. Fair enough. Well, on to my number seven. And it is a Netflix film. It is a terrible, terrible, terrible piece of shit called Secret Obsession. Ah! Did you see this float by your Netflix at any point? No, I did not. My God. So, recuperating from trauma, Jennifer remains in danger as she returns to a life she doesn't remember. That's all I'm just going to say about this. Honestly, after I watched this, I considered upping every other movie I'd seen one star. <laughs> this was just, wow. This is a lazy, cliche, dull, terrible film. It's so poorly acted. 
Dennis Haysbert's in this. Remember I love guy? Dennis Haysbert. Yeah, like he's the only one there that looks like he's kind of trying. Everyone else is just horrific. Well, I mean, Story Den- predictable. Dennis Haysbert has to, has to try these days, doesn't he? When was the last time you saw him? Was it 24? I mean, probably. Yeah. No, this is one of the worst films of the year. It is a half-star film. Ouch. I'm, t- I'm telling you, like, I was going on to IMDb to look at some trivia, and I came across a, a continuity error. The wound on Jennifer's head caused by her getting hit with a rock changed places five times within a minute. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. It's a very, very bad movie. Come on, man. <laughs> okay, we've got two reviews here for Secret, Secret Obsession. Obsession. I almost forgot the name of it. Uh, from another, well, Maybe it's a secret. No. First one here from Another Digital Citizen. I hate how predictable this movie was. It's a lifetime movie wrapped in a Netflix disguise. Bad actors, bad movie, bad premise, an awful, awful plot. Nothing in the movie is at all good. Well, maybe the credits would have ended. Boo this movie. And another one here from Dan Brennick at the Netflix and Swill podcast. Man, this movie was right up there, Ali. I'm pretty sure they were forced to watch this for their for their podcast. Because Netflix and Swill. Wow. I'm glad, you're glad you got that. Because of the Netflix. No, for the Swill, dickhead. <laughs> well, they would have needed the Swill. <laughs> Absolutely. Ever want to be incredibly insulted by a movie at every single turn? Boy, does this movie sure do that. This is Bojack asking if you got his joke levels of subtlety to it. All right, mate, we're on to your number six. What do you got? My number six is Gojira, King of the Monsters. All right. Have not had the opportunity to see this yet. Yeah, this is another one of those films that I went in with very low expectations, and it wasn't bad. Like, I actually found myself looking at it going, you know what? I don't mind this. Wow, have you had a good week? Have you had a good uh, no, of movies? I give it two stars. But <laughs> I, was, I was, I was expecting, what? I was expecting, like oh, bored dude, out of my mind. Just end the review there. <laughs> that was amazing. I had a good time with it. Two stars. <laughs> no, my expectations were terrible. And like, this is a long, stupid film with heaps of pointless human drama. You don't need any of that. The monsters are cool though, like Mothra. The other ones, they're all good. I like it. I like seeing big monsters fight. So when that was happening, I got enjoyment out of it. Isn't this like part of a supposed big universe they're doing? Like King with, Kong. With, yeah, with all yeah. that. Okay. Yep. So I think the next one's like Godzilla versus King Kong. or whatever. Already? God, they got to do that quickly, didn't they? Surely there's another big monster coming there's up. nothing wrong with hitting a you know, oh, yeah, main nothing, character versus main character. Nothing wrong with smashing a bunch of- Real quickly. A bunch of characters you've never even heard or seen before on the screen get together for a movie. Yep. Yeah, that, go, that gets uh, tons of money. Got a couple of reviews on the old Twitter- We got one from DJ, great pounding score with some stellar monster graphics. Seriously, listen to the rodent track and try not to get pumped. The human characters suck, but who cares? It's the king who we are there for. Three and a half. Fair enough, TJ. Mm. From Ayana Banda, I found it boring. Enjoyed the fights. That was it. Lastly here from the Cinema Guys, this was one of the most fun movies of the summer. In fairness, I think it's been a pretty bad summer. So far, yeah, from what I've seen. Giant monster fights. A great score. What more do you want with a summer popcorn movie? I mean, a fair bit, mate. A fair bit. (laughs) All right, Hendo. Over to your number six. Yes, my number six is Domino. The 2019 movie, not the 2005 one, I think, with Kira Knightley. Oh, you know it's got Kira Knightley in it. Sure, I guess. I haven't seen it. But what I have seen is this one. Do you know about this film? Is it about the game? No. <laughs> 
Seeking justice for his partner's murder by an ISIS member, a Copenhagen police officer finds himself caught in a cat and mouse game with a duplicitous CIA agent who is using the killer as a pawn to trap other ISIS members. Don't give me that look like it's a spoiler. It happens in the first five minutes and you're never, ever watching this. That wasn't my look. I was just like, what is this film? This has Nikolai Costavaldo in it. Nice. Clarice Van Houten. Who? The Game of Thrones. Houten? The What's her name? Yeah, I know. The Red Woman. That's the one. Uh, this was a snore fest. Really? Even with Nicholas Costavaldo. That's the one. Boring as hell. Cheap looking, D-grade cop thriller. Nothing interesting or enjoyable about this film. I did laugh twice. However, one of them was at the uh, the very, very terrible climax, which is like five minutes of just nonstop slow-mo. It is just slow-mo, and I'm, I'm just saying, hurry up and get to the result. I know what's going to happen. Please Directed hurry up. Jumbo. That was my second laugh. Movie finishes, directed by Brian De Palma. Oh, really? What? <laughs> my God, man. What have you done with yourself? Wow. Yeah. Horrible, horrible film. One star. That brings us to your number five, mate. Yes. My number five. A movie I've heard about a little lately, and it is, uh, I think it's considered an 80s classic. I don't know. It's Heathers. Ah, Heathers. Yeah, I haven't haven't seen this. Christian Slater, Winona Ryder. They basically, it's kind of like Mean Girls. Mm -hmm. Like there's Mean Girls at high school. But they are like super mean. They're super mean. So these people, it gets real dark. There's suicide. There's murder and some weird. But it's an 80s film, so they just. So it's it's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a lot wrong with this film. Um, I mean, this is the exact sort of film where had you saw it in the 80s, you'd love it. And you watch it now and you're like, Mm. it's rough. Like, it's very rough. It's not funny what they're talking about. And believe me, I'm no bloody social justice warrior. No, you're not. Okay. I'm not at all. And it's not like I was offended by this film by any stretch. It was just, it wasn't appealing in the slightest to me. So, I mean, thank God Christian Slater and Monona Ryder were in it because they are very watchable. But for the most part, just did not did not work on what they were going for for me. Okay. I give that two stars. Fair enough. You're number five, Hendo. I am so, so sorry. I'm so very sorry. Yeah, so you should be. My number five is The Mirror. Yeah, well, Mirror, apparently. I can't believe it wasn't your worst. Well, I'm sure that there is some nah. incredibly deep personal and meaningful message behind this confusing and boring film but I could not care less to look further into it It took me so long yeah I could barely get through it to begin with it's I I just this Andre Tarkovsky I just he's just not for me he's just not for me I put this higher than the other two because they're just straight up god-awful, lazy pieces of shit. You can see that he, in this film, he's trying to do something. It's just not for me. It was just completely disjointed and you know I, I heard absolutely no idea I what was going on. I heard it wasn't for you, though. Was it for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. No, so Mirror gets one star. Okay, we're up to your four. My four is Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. So back to you, Hendo. My number four is Men in Black International. So back to you. Wow. Yes, I've had... had a very, very rough time. I have one very barely recommend out of these seven films. Fair enough. Well, I'm actually getting into recommend now with my number three. Okay. That's a film that you recommended to me. Nice. From this year, it's Apollo 11. Nice. Nice. Now, I actually found the beauty of this film was that I happened to put it on at a point where my my kids were around, and these people have never heard of Neil Armstrong in their life, admittedly short lives, but still, I was trying to think, like, when were we educated about, like, the moon and Neil Armstrong? School. 
I kind of feel like a nine-year-old 20 years ago knew who Neil Armstrong was. Yeah, but I think that's also got to do with the time as well. Obviously, it's got to do with the time. That's my point. The times, they are a changing hendo. All right, Bob Dylan. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, so I did enjoy this on a educational level and a means to actually start discussions in the house about space and planets and travelling to the moon and all that sort of thing. As far as the movie itself, I'm... Just shocked this footage exists. Yeah. Tell me about it. Like, it's incredible that someone was filming it this way. This is better than your standard documentary. I heard something like 400 hours of footage they had. That's crazy. Truly, beautifully edited together. It's very... Like, me, I'm not someone who knows heaps about this. Like, we're in Australia. The whole American goes to the moon. It's not as, you know, a bigger deal, as big a deal as I would imagine it is in America. I'm not sure if it's still being promoted now, but it's definitely, definitely we're away from that a bit. So, I did didn't know as much about it, so I found it quite educational. It looked good. I give it three stars. Excellent. On to your number three, Hendo. My number three is Long Shot. Good. No. It's, it's... No, I honestly, I feel like I've just seen this movie so many other times before, done better so many other times before. There's, it didn't really offer anything new. It was kind of forgettable. I mean, there were some good parts, a couple of chuckles. Chuckles are good. Yeah, yeah but not, not many chuckles, so... It's completely throwaway and forgettable. It's two and a half. Okay. Throwing it back to you, mate. Your number two. My number two is John Wick, Parabellum. Uh, chapter three, Parabellum. I might have got confused there. Is chapter two also called Parabellum? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fair enough. Uh, John Wick. I don't know. I'm so torn on this John Wick franchise. Yeah. I don't even know if I like it. Um. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like this movie. It's enjoyable to watch. Heaps of punches and shootings and stuff. It's cool. It's just there's not much else for me. Good dogs. I don't know. I like. I don't consider myself someone who doesn't like action. Sorry about the double negative there, but <laughs> like this is all action, and I'm just like, yeah, this is fine. That's it. Okay. I don't know. No, it's not okay. Oh, no. Everyone goes on about this film. <laughs> Like, it's bloody the next coming of the Godfathers, these bloody John Wick trilogy. And it's like, yeah, I get it. We all love Keanu Reeves. He's a great guy. That's fine. Yes, he trained with real ammunition. Wow. That's very impressive. It's a fine action movie, and that's it. The Keanu Reeves stands are listening, mate. They'll come for you. I give it three stars. Three stars is fine. What did you give it? Four. Of course you did. Why? Because you know why. What? Why? Because I liked it better than you. I thought it was a great action film, and I enjoyed myself immensely. Okay. You're sitting there going, yeah, he punched him. No, he kicked him. I don't think I fell asleep in this. Although a glowing recommendation from you. If I had fallen asleep, I wouldn't have missed much. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) All right, my number two, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Wow. Back to you. <laughs> that is a terrible fortnight for you. All right, my number one, clearly a standout on my list this time around, is I'm pretty sure you recommended this to me. I'm sure I did because it's your number one. It's Blue Jay. I did recommend that. I watched it a little while ago. And you said, I would like it. Yes. And it's very short, mm-hmm. and you said I'd like it. So I took your word on that, and I watched it. I was it. correct on both accounts. I very, very, very much liked it. Nice. This is, I mean, it's right up my alley. Yep. And you, you know that. <laughs> you know that you see this, 
this, you know, long lost, oh, not long lost, but this, it's about a couple who haven't seen each other for, I don't know, 20 years. Mm. They bump into each other in town and they basically spend the day together. They reminisce about their, you know, high school sweetheart love. I think I swayed you to watch it because I said it was very uh, before sunset esque or before sunrise, one of the two, both yeah. of them. And you see, you see the chemistry. It's got Sarah Paulson and. The guy I can't think of his Mark name. Mark Duplass. Mark Duplass. Um, they're both fantastic and easily my favourite Sarah Paulson performance by a mile. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. I mean, it. I felt I felt the connection between these characters. And when in a movie like this, that's all you need. If you're on board for this, then you so, you got me, and they got me. Nice. I I loved it start to finish. Great. I'm glad to hear. Mm. Four stars. Excellent. Right. My number one. It's, it, this. <laughs> Barely a recommend. Uh, it's the it's one of the films the patron gave me to watch this fortnight. It is the Boondock Saints. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> is it? This is one of those movies that everyone in high school is like, oh, this is the best movie of all time. And I didn't watch it straight away. I, I waited a couple of years for some reason. I saw it and, man, I, I, I'll never watch it again. No, I wouldn't either. It's definitely, you can tell, it's just it just screams 90s. It, I can understand why people, you know, when we were young and watching films, they're like, oh, this is amazing. Go check it out. Now it's like, ah, okay, it's fine. Willem Dafoe is just a crazy nutcase in it. It's got it's it's fine. Some good action. It, I mean, honestly, I could I could put it a two and a half, to, like seriously. But I felt really bad. I'm like I can't have a full fortnight of horrible recommends. Nah. Um. If you haven't seen it, it's good for a one off. Three stars. Whatever. I much prefer your list to be honest. Definitely two and a half, guys. <laughs> And we have one last review here from the Lighthouse Stan account. Boondock Saints, every 15-year-old boy's favourite film. Yep, exactly. There you go. And that's going to do it. Short and sharp. Yes. Very good. Good job, Hendo, for not watching 20 films this week. Well, it was a struggle. (laughs) What am I talking about? I got out and, you know, had a bit of exercise, took the dog for a walk. Good. It was good. (laughs) Oh, I forgot to tell you, I did the dishes the other night, Hendo. (laughs) Man, that place this is what dirty. I do. So you got like, like ten things, and and they were just like they don't even get to the wall; they just fall on the ground. <laughs> Damn it! <sighs> Thank you very much to Daniel from Aussie Nerds for coming on and giving us a good hearty battle. Definitely got to get out now and watch The Hogfather. High up on my watch list now. Yes, maybe it might be uh, my film I give you next week to watch. Yeah, I wouldn't if I was you. Why? Because I will. I, right back. I must break you know, you. You, know exa- you know exactly. If you make me watch this over three-hour movie called The Hogfather, you will be watching it at the very next available We time. should make a rule where you can't give the same film back to someone now. No, we will never make that rule. <laughs> Why don't you give me The Hogfather Part 2? It's not it. There's no Part 2. All right, I won't give that to you next week. But thank you to you. Thank you to you. Thank you. What a pleasure it's been. It's always a pleasure, mate. Ah, but next week... We got your pick, mate. The penist. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> the penist. Ah, yes. I haven't seen that in a very long time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, it's going to be an interesting breakdown. But until then, thank you very much, listeners. We will see you next time for The Pianist. Bye. Bye.